What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? All right. So, you know, we could travel again, right? And I actually was thinking of going to Australia. But after reading the story, yeah, not happening. So thousands upon thousands of spiders swarmed Australia's Victoria state this week. Apparently after heavy rain uh, hit the area, causing them to move up from the soaked ground. There was like, I mean, disgustingly the webs everywhere covering fields, signs, trees. I mean, it looked like Spider-Man had gone crazy. Uh, in Australia and I was like yeah I'm not a spider person so not doing that but then it doesn't stop there earlier in the year they actually got um, a bunch of crowds of mice just strolling all over the farms and the rural area of the country I was like you know what Australia I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to wait on you until all this (laughs) stuff clears because I'm not a not a rodent person I'm not a spider person I just don't roll like that. It's not my thing. And then I was like, okay, so if we were invaded by mice or spiders, Ooh. which one would you guys eliminate? So like sit on over here, like if I could pick either or, which one would well, it be? Well, here's the thing. I would much rather eliminate rodents than spiders. Spiders can still be beneficial to the ecosystem, more beneficial in my opinion to the ecosystem. I'm not an animal person, but this is my guess. Um, because they do get you some bugs that you don't want trapped in their webs. Uh, so I'm going to say I'd be okay with spiders. Mm. Momo? Uh, yeah, I really am afraid of spiders. But I will tell you, <laughs> uh, Australia has a lot of things like this. Like when I, we, we went down there to cover a fight and they had all these flies. They got flies mm. everywhere. It's like, it's not, this is, when you go to Australia, like this, this place has just, spiders and flies and rodents and whatever i mean just everything there is bigger and scarier and more poisonous and it's like those commercials like you know the fosters commercials right the australian for beer like everything is scarier and bigger and grosser there yes i'm gonna say you keep your mice (laughs) keep your mice keep your and and it's not that i'm afraid it's just that i have two dogs that like to kill things and bring them in the house to show that what they've done Mm. I just don't want a bunch of damn mites in the house. Mm. It's just, you know. The just, proof of work? They do proof of work? <laughs> they, they, <laughs> last year, Rufus kept bringing in these dead birds, and I was like, dog? Like, literally, dog? If you bring in one more dead bird, you're going to be a dead bird. Would you please stop bringing yeah. these? Because he would hide them, and then the house would start to stink. You have to find the dead mm. bird decomposing in your house. Oh. So keep your rabbits. Mm. And keep your rats and your mice and anything else that hops around outside. Oh, the thing about the mice? The Australians were worried about snakes looking for prey could follow the rodents to, in the coming months. Uh-huh. Mm. So, yeah, so it's going to be rodents, then snakes, then, I mean, geez, I, I don't know. I like Australia, but that's too much for me. <laughs> and Greg, All right. sorry, I'm going oh, to sneak in Greg. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, with, I'm with Sedano. He, the spiders, they eat all the flies and do all those other things. Rodents don't really bother me all that much. Get rid of the, get rid of the rodents. Keep the spiders. All right. That felt contradictory when you said the rodents don't bother you that it, much, but you like, wanted to get yeah. rid of them. messed up because my words don't work. It's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, you know what guys. I meant, okay. though. I meant keep case the, the spiders, right get now. rid of the rodents. That's that's just the extent yeah. of it. Okay. Gotcha. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So real quick. Let's get these uh, – Laura, all these people still on hold, the people you text me? All right. Let, 
Let's get these calls out of the way. These people have been waiting a long time to chat with us about one thing or another that we've talked about for two hours today. So let me go to Patrick real quick. What up, Patrick? Patrick. Wake up. You got to be kidding me, bro. Oh. That's it. We're done. Oh. We're done with calls. Wake up. Hey, why has Patrick got to ruin it for everybody else? I'm just saying that's it. You want, one, one person ruins the party. That's how it works. Dang, all these people we'll sitting online online the whole time and they're like, stupid Patrick. Come on. Right. And well, and it could be I just you know, it's LA, right? Like you literally are just driving through one area and all of a sudden your phone dies and I just, Well also you've probably been on hold for like an hour, so you <laughs> you fall asleep a little bit, you forget you're even on hold. Yeah, you know, but he's listening to the show in real time. It's true. So there's that. Uh anyhow, anniversary today. Mm-hmm. Minority report. Starring Ooh. Tom Cruise. Now, I think now LZ knows I have a running joke making fun of Tom Cruise he because, um, well, I mean he plays the same character in every movie. So you He's say. just cocky, <laughs> cocky somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, give me a movie, Momo. Uh, Days of Thunder. Cocky race car driver. Yeah, Top Gun. Uh, cocky fighter pilot. Mission Impossible. Cocky spy, CIA type guy. Yeah, risky yeah. business. Yeah, risky business. Cocky disillusion. Cocky youth. teenager. There you go. Disillusion. Disillusion. What's the pool? Yeah. What's the pool one? The one about uh, the pool shark cocky. when he was like, what's that one? Oh, the one with uh, with uh, Robert Redford. Yeah, cocky oh, pool uh, shark. Yeah. What was that movie? <sighs> Color of money. Color there of it money? is. Here we go. Yeah, Paul yeah. Newman, right? Yeah, Paul Newman? cocky yeah. pool shark. There yeah. you go. Cocktail. So anyway. Cocktail. Cocky bartender. Hello. Yeah, you're right. He does. Hey, born on the 4th of July. All right. He He had cocky moments in it. They were anger moments. They were cocky. You say angry, I say cocky. Uh, So anyhow, um, generally plays the same guy. So, but I do love Minority Report because I do feel like we're living in a world like this uh, more and more. Like back then, that seemed crazy. But it's so funny because I had to travel this weekend. So um, I have, uh, you know, and we all travel here, the three of us. So um, we have, I'm sure, TSA pre-check. I also have something called Clear, which they have at different arenas ah. and stadiums as well. Um, and, you know, so when, like, even the TSA pre-check line is long, I can go to Clear and they just kind of scoot you past. But they do a retinal exam, which is exactly the basis of Minority Report. So yeah. you remember in that movie, <laughs> he removes his eyes to be someone else so they don't recognize it's him. Yeah. Oh kind of freaky. And they I've were arresting people for... absentmindedly. Yeah. And they were arresting people for stuff that they hadn't done yet, which was crazy. Um, so that, to me, one of... Like, I like when he goes into that realm. Like, I, my some of my favorite um, cruise movies are not even the, the most popular ones. I like Minority Report. I love Vanilla Sky. And I love Magnolia. Like, those are three Ooh. of my favorite cruise movies. What about Tropic Thunder? He wasn't... Oh, Tropic Band. Thunder's great because he doesn't play... He plays cocky person, but not like Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's in a fat suit, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I like Tom Cruise. I'm a yeah. girl. I like Tom Cruise. I'm a girl. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. By the way... I grew so up, you know, I grew up on Top Gun. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Girls think he's Speak, cute, Speaking so. of Tropic Thunder, by the <laughs> way, Tropic Thunder, underrated great movie. Like, really funny... Um, I, did you know, LZ, did, did you and I talk about how they tried to cancel Iron Man for doing that movie doing 15 years ago or whatever it was or 20 yeah. years ago? I didn't know they were actively trying to, to go after him for that. 
Which oh, they a, did. Twitter did for a, a day. Yeah. It was a day. Yeah. That's a t- that's a heavy lift right there. Yeah. That's a heavy lift because it was such a satirical movie. Right. That is hard to make a blackface accusation stick in right. the context of what they were doing. Correct. If you watch the movie, you know right. the whole thing is just one big satire. Right. It's like an Albert Brooks film, but more modern. And Tom Cruise wore a fat suit. Right. I mean, normally right. he's shirtless. Yes. Right, Momo? For at least a third. Didn't he get shirtless at the end, though, too? He actually yes. did. Never mind. You're right. Yeah. He couldn't he did resist. Get shirtless. Yeah. yeah. Just in the fat suit. Yes. Just in the fat suit. Yeah. There you go. Uh, he, so, anyway. He's one of the more, like, what you see on the screen is not the impression, is not really who he is in real life. Like, if you see him in real life, he's kind of short and small and, like, I don't know that you would be like attracted to him in real life, but he just knows. Remember, I told you earlier about the angles. Great the smile. Angles, yeah. Great smile. Knows how to yeah. be cute when he needs to be. He knows how to have be how they have to shoot him so he doesn't look like so much shorter than everybody else. But then all the other stuff with Tom Cruise, right? The controlling stuff with Katie Holmes and the Scientology stuff. Like it's just. Oh, remember That's that? Allegedly. Remember this? Remember it's this allegedly. line? Allegedly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah allegedly. Yeah. yeah, allegedly. Remember this Thanks. line. I mean, not that this the person who is being who was interviewing him is uh, some sort of great shakes. Let's, you know. But remember, Matt, you're so glib. <laughs> Just, What's that from? He was, talk, he was, well, he was talking, talking about to Matt Lauer about vaccines, yeah. right? right? Oh yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Talking about yeah. vaccines, and he Matt was, an was trying to figure out how he was going to unlock his office door because the button underneath his desk was stuck. Mm. Right. That was a very, very interesting. <laughs> There's joke. that part of the yeah. equation as well. Yes, very, very uh, of color. So I'm anyway. just sitting here and having everything fly over my head right now, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when you, mm, uh, when you get a line over your I'm head, like, yeah. <laughs> who's gonna throw over who's gonna throw over somebody's head today? Is it Urias or Darvish with no Ooh. sticky stuff? Let's get to some of that coming up in just a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Yeah, Fleetwood. Nobody else into my Stevie Nicks stuff, no? I like Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac, yeah. Age of 17 is one of my favorite songs. One of the greatest bands to see live in concert. I've seen them like three times. Really? Yeah, I'm one of still bring it? Oh, I mean, now they got rid of the Lindsey Buckingham, so now it's it's just all Stevie. Mm. (laughs) Which is all anybody can see anyway, right? Oh. our, our buddy Rachel Nichols uh, is a huge Stevie Nicks fan, and she uh, she told me once she wanted to name her child, one of her children, <laughs> so good. Stevie, but it's but she then realized it would be Stevie Nichols, and that probably wasn't going to work out. So, so good. That's, that's bad. Yeah. 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 You see what Usain Bolt named his kids? He just had some twins. No. One of them's uh, Thunderbolt, okay? 
Thunderbolt, like and then we get the other one. Hold on. I saw that yesterday. He, he just announced that. On, yeah, no, what, there really was one that was Lightning Bolt. Um, they, uh, I'm going to just put her page. Hold on. We got to talk about U.S. track and field. Shikari, get ready to know that name, by the way. It's like the new flow. Well, I mean, okay. the Olympics. The, uh, here, let me ask you this. Why yeah. is the, the Olympic Committee, why do they want to call it the 2020 Olympics when it's in 2021? I know. Like, it's like the Los Angeles of Anaheim. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the, the 2020 the 2020 Tokyo Olympics of 21. Yeah, why are you? Why are we calling it the 2020 Olympics? We know it's, it's so it didn't dumb. happen last year. We get it. It's gonna be yeah. a blip on the radar. Yeah. you know, no biggie. Yeah. Okay. Usain, Usain Bolt's kids are Olympia Lightning Bolt, Saint mm. Leo Bolt, and Thunderbolt. Mm. Just well, on. Okay. Yeah, kind of great. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. I like his commercial, his Gatorade commercial <laughs> with um, Megan Rapinoe. I like Megan Rapinoe in everything. Yeah. She kind of makes it, right? Everywhere? everywhere. Yeah. This is my song. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, look, becomes... I don't know if you guys watched the U.S. Track and Field Championships because it was on during playoff basketball, but Shikari, have you seen, Elsie, do you know who I'm talking about? I know about? who she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like the next Flojo. She is, yeah. you, you, by the end of the summer, it is going to be the Shikari summer, right? She is awesome. so fast, so good. She's like the female bolt. And she's going to win everything. So get used to that. Um, and also, my girl, Allison Felix, coming back to yeah. make her fifth Olympic five? team. I was going to say, that's five. crazy. As a track star. She's like 35 now. She just had a she just had a baby. She's was two and a half, Cameron. And she she runs the 400. Elsie, that is a tough race. I think the that 800 is, is the hardest race, isn't it? 800. 800 but then 400 is, is, is the really, hardest. But 400 is, you know, really no hard. either. But. Yeah, and, she was know, in lane eight. Highlight, I was going to say, watching the highlight, looks like she paced herself to make that push at the end. Yeah, it was like she got off to a fast start because she was in lane yep. eight. That's the one on the outside. So you get off to the fast start and you can see everybody. But then when the, the, the runners on the inside, when they hit the curve, they usually zoom past everybody. Now you're on the outside trying to catch up. And she actually had something left. And she, uh, man, that was, I was emotional watching that. That was, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Especially when you think about, again, fifth. Fifth Olympics. Olympics. She's from out here in Santa Clarita. Crazy. So Momo, now you got me distracted. Can we play some Olympic music? I get, I guess I'm one of these Olympics people. I just, I love the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah. You, you got me looking at this actively gay thing on Sports Center now, and all the comments now. So I people know. don't know what that is. Let's 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 just yeah. Let's just talk about it first, so people we have context here, real quick. Go, so there was ahead. a headline, okay. right? There there was a headline, correct? A, a, a miswritten headline. I wouldn't even say um, miswritten. They were probably just trying to fit it into the to the graphic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's the wrong word. Is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's the wrong word. It should be open. It should not be active. Actively gay. Openly but, gay, yes. 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 But, they, but I understand where are, they're going with it. Because right. Carl Because you're not passively gay. You know, there's yeah. not that. Well, yes. They're trying to say he's open and he's active. Yeah, he's currently saying, an NFL player. Right. But it's like the headline itself, first of all, makes it seem as if, you know, there's, there's potential to be an, an inactive gay player. Which, Correct. Which, yeah. is, which yeah. is weird. But the other right. thing, too, is... Nasip is not the first actively gay player because we already know gay players have played in the NFL for years yeah. and years and years and years. So he's not the first active gay player. He's the first right. open right. gay player. And for those that don't know, we're talking about maybe you're just getting in your car. Carl Nassib of the uh, Oakland, uh, I'm sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Just say the Raiders. Uh, Freud, yeah. Freudian yeah. slip um, has come out 
and he came out on Instagram, and you know, we were talking. We started the show talking about it, and so right there was a headline that was written that said he uh, was actively gay. Which, yeah, seems. I mean, it is just like strange word. There's a use. time of year to be active. Now is the time. Yes. <laughs> what is Pride Month, Elsie? That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's you know, it's. I mean, let's just say the mentions on that are pretty damn funny. <laughs> mentions on that tweet are pretty funny right now it's pretty funny but you know it's yeah. wonderful that we're at the place where we can yes. joke about this yes sure. no question it's wonderful to because i remember the days when we couldn't yeah. i remember yeah. the days when jason collins came out and yeah. Bouchard and i caused like almost a national firestorm because we were cursing each other out about whether or not a gay player knew jesus or not right <laughs> like, oh. well i do remember yeah. that I do remember that. was outside that. the lines, and there was, yeah. you know, there, yeah. it was a big there deal. were conversations. It was a big deal at the time. But now it it's like we're on air, and we can laugh and joke about it because of a headline. Right. And we know that this young man, Carl Nasip, is going to be well-supported. Um, yeah. The great Sam Frommer from my uh, colleague at the LA Times just tweeted out a statement that he just got from the owners of the Raiders. It was very supportive. We know that Roger Goodell has also had a very positive statement. The franchise itself issued a very positive statement. There's lots of love for him on social um, from a variety of different places. So it's a big day, and it's nice that we can laugh about it too and not be all caught up in the what could be negative about it. We're in the joy, and that's good. Right, right, 100%. Um, and, yeah, I, I do think that we have come a long way. There's no question about that. You know what I, you know what I also think? Hmm. It used to be when – when somebody wanted to say something homophobic, they would just say it. They would say it out loud. They wouldn't worry about getting canceled. And they wouldn't worry about that being, in, you know, yeah. impolite or impolitic or whatever you want to call it. Now, you might there might be homophobic people out there. There might be people who are thinking that, but they know enough not to say it. Oh, that's not true. Oh, you think so? I, yeah. <laughs> right oh, no. now, there yeah, are more than yeah, there are more than two hundred and fifty okay. anti-LGBTQ bills. Mm. that have been introduced across this country True. this year alone. More right. than 250 anti-LGBTQ bills. So, trust. They are, there is great comfort in still saying homophobic and transphobic things. He is going to be well-supported, but that does not mean that all of a sudden now there's no homophobia in sports. Well, I don't mean there's no homophobia. I, I think it's just, it's not like, do, do you think if, if when, when, when Jason came out, Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember people were open about their homophobia. Like they would just Jason say it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jason yeah. Like, and now I feel like people still might be thinking it, but I don't feel like they would just take the tw- Like I'm just talking about other players. Do you think other players are going to say that now out loud? I know. I know right now that when you consider the confirmation hearing, for instance, for mm-hmm. Dr. Rachel Levine, and you had members of Congress using horrific transphobic and homophobic language and addressing her and the questions that they ask and that's members of Congress then yes I still do believe that there will be fans players probably some coaches that may harbor and even say some some things that are you know under the guise of it's my religious belief or I just don't believe Mm -hmm. whatever it is but it's going to still be homophobic and the NFL I'm going to assume has already workshopped all of this and know yep. what the proper response is going to be. There was a be. statement going, from Roger Goodell, statement from the Raiders, right. statement from but, the owners. But, I want to see what other stars come out and support him. But we've be been good. here before, people, where we thought the NFL had an easy field goal to kick from mm-hmm. like 
15 yards away and shanked it. So I'm hoping that they don't do it in this situation because I'm really tired of writing columns about how stupid the NFL is. I'm trying to look through the mentions here. (laughs) I'm trying to look through them. I'm not finding too many bad ones yet. No, no, no. I'm I'm going pretty far down. You know, it's going to be things like, you know, smaller, like, group chats. It's going to be things like, you know, Mm. maybe something on Reddit, you know, for people who still use that. Um, you know, definitely there'll be people in the stands, you know, as the season goes on, who may say some things, but again, it's about what the NFL does now, you know, like, are we, are we now Mm -hmm. getting fans who say homophobic slurs and are we treating them as we would when they say racial slurs and escorting Mm -hmm. them out of the buildings? You know, are we doing that kind of work? Well, this helps. Because we've seen the leagues, you know, like soccer, right? LAFC had an issue. You know, homophobic chants being said, and they had to stop and pause and reconsider and reconfigure their policies on it and and make a really strong statement. So it's going to be interesting to see how the NFL handles this because they haven't been particularly good at handling anything in this space. All right. Coming up next, we're going to play Big Deal or No Deal. And also, in the last segment, we'll get into a little Dodgers Padres because we were going to get into it here, but we didn't get a chance to do that. And we got one more anniversary Uh, before you go. So stick around for all that coming up in just a sec. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's you, Greg. That's you. No, no, I'm supposed to go. <laughs> oh, okay. First. This one is not on him. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law, 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's right, Greg? All right, Sedano, let's start with you real fast. Uh, So we talked last week about this fight on Friday at the end of the show, and Anderson Silva beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. in a split decision over the weekend. Is this a big deal or no deal? I mean, look, dude, uh, I'm going to say no deal. And the reason I'm going to say no deal is because he's 45 years old, okay? Anderson Spider Silva is an amazing athlete, okay? He's one of the best UFC fighters to ever fight. I mean, he's a bad dude, right? Um, so, but at, at 45, like, I know Bernard Hopkins fought when he was 50, but how much longer can he, he actually get fight? Out the and Julio, too, what's that? Didn't our boy get knocked out the ring, too, eventually? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and Julio Cesar Chavez is just, there's a lot of name there. There's not a lot of actual... Um, <laughs> You know, talent. It's a there lot of name. Yeah, it's well played. Have a very you know what? Up. Look, this is so embarrassing. This is a big deal. I think it's so embarrassing for Chavez Jr. Like to me, like Edison Silver's a he is a really tough dude. But you're this is a boxing fight, right? This was like this is your yes. turf. Like he can't. Edison yes. Silver can't do all the MMA things that he would normally do. And but it's kind of typical. Did he miss weight too? Chavez Jr. I think he, I think yeah, he missed his well, weight. That happens now. regularly with him. Yeah, with him. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. 
like you have the whole you know he had everything he had the he had the name the pedigree the talent he's even good looking right i think he's even better looking than his dad right but just never put it together yeah i mean i agree it's a little embarrassing but we're in this phase of entertainment now you know where it used to be reunion tours for musicians and now there's this version of reunion tours for yeah, athletes true. True. <laughs> get that money when you can get it. Somebody get wants to pay out. for it. Yeah. Next. All right. On to the next one. All right, LZ. There's a conspiracy theory out there that is blaming Zion Williamson for the rise of the Phoenix Suns. Conspiracy wait, wait. goes that the M- there's a, it's this Dan Wojcicki wrote it is there. Uh, this conspiracy goes that the NBA wanted Zion in the bubble on TV in the playoffs, so they added the play-in games, and that allowed the Suns to win their final eight games, but fall just short of getting in, and that led to the, this season's Suns resurgence. Is this mm. a big deal or no deal? I mean, seriously, where did you find this? Dan Wojcicki wrote it. I, I, Dan yeah, Wojcicki wrote it. Your paper. Yep. Oh my God! Did he quote QAnon? Here, I can read it to you. I have something for you. This is wait, wait. Let me let me answer this thing though first, because I love Wiki. He got you to click on the. Got you to click on the link. I'm I'm going to say this: that stories about league conspiracies are always really good fodder, Mm -hmm. and like any business, there is some nefarious activity going on. But if you figured out the nefarious activity, that probably means it wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a really real, real good point. Quick, real quick, because I like Wojcicki, and I know, Momo, you, you, you want to chime in here for a second. But real quick, I, I love Wojcicki. I've had beers with the dude. He's a great dude. He's a good writer. He's, he covers the teams really well. Yeah. But I'll just say this. He trolling y'all with this one, okay? Because, I mean, that, that's like um, correlation. Right, like that's that that's at best just correlation, not causation. There. The other thing I would say is that it is done a little tongue in cheek. Like Dan is a sarcastic guy, and he I think the story and and let me say a word for the hardworking NBA reporters who have zero access for a year and a half. Okay, <laughs> like we're reaching at this point. We're all reaching at this point. Okay, we're on Zoom calls after Zoom calls, and like. You know, you're trying to do a story about how the Suns run in the bubble, the eight games that they won in the bubble where they kind of built a lot of confidence and really found themselves, how that's helped contribute to their run this year. That's a good premise for a story. So we just got to – so he was looking for a way to hook it, but there's no access. So you can't get any fun conversations with people off the record there or not off the record, but on the record, but away from the Zoom call. You just get these boring Zoom calls. So, yeah, that's why he did it. I don't blame him. It's not bad. But it's not Zion Williamson's fault. The NBA did that. They've been talking about the play-in tournament for years, and the bubble just gave them an excuse to try it out, and it worked really well. So they stuck with it. Okay, How's that? fair enough. Yeah. On to the next. next. All right, Momo. After 150 games in a row, <laughs> the Los Angeles Dodgers will be underdogs for the first time since October 7th, 2019, mm-hmm. when they faced Max Scherzer in Washington. With Julio Urias set to face you, Darvish, in San Diego, the streak has come to an end. Is this a big deal or no deal? I think that's no deal. That is Vegas knowing that most people who bet on the on Vegas baseball bets probably live in L.A. And you get the Homer Dodger fans to bet you wrong. Because like, ooh, Dodgers are underdog? Okay, let's go. That's, that's no deal. I'm going to say no deal as well. 
George? Yep, me too. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, LZ, we talked about the Annie Murphy of Schitt's Creek story earlier last week, but one of her most iconic catchphrases on the show was, Ew, David. Last night, or a couple nights ago on Jimmy Fallon, she told a story about how she found out that she only says it twice on the show. Twice. That was it. Mm. Is this a big deal or no deal? That's a big deal. It's a big deal because she's now been given a catchphrase that actually wasn't really hers. That means somewhere out in the universe, a catchphrase was made up and slapped onto her name, and she's getting credit for something she didn't even do. I think an investigation by Congress is necessary. I think we can get to the bottom of this. <laughs> and I fully expect the Attorney General to use the full extent of the law to get to the bottom of this. I would agree. I second that motion. Uh, never seen the show. I know everybody <gasps> likes that show, but I watched the first Momo, episode. Start. And was... Watch it. Watch no, it. I watched the first episode with Nevin, and I was like, "What? Why do people like this show? This is stupid." Because I don't they're understand. they're awful people, and you start they're like no, anti-heroes. Yeah, I didn't they're, like it. I was like, "Okay, yeah. I get it. They're rich people, and they go to this town, and that, like, I got other things to watch. I had to catch up on Breaking Bad. Like, this is not a good show to me. So, if you so, can't hook me on the first episode to the point where I couldn't even finish the first episode, see ya. Hold up, I, if you're I trying to get caught up better. on Breaking Bad, you got other issues besides. We, we watched the whole. <laughs> we watched the whole Breaking Bad, and we're almost done with Better Call Saul. That is an accomplishment. Um, I've never seen Breaking Bad. I, 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 but Momo, I give three episodes, not one. I give three, Ooh. and three didn't catch me on Breaking Bad. But I will say this: you know what caught me on my flight? I saw two episodes of Ted Lasso, and now I'm gonna watch oh, Ted yeah. Lasso when I get home. Yeah, I know you got to catch me in the first episode or two, but. If the first episode makes me like hate you, like that literally, I had a visceral guttural. I was like, not only am I falling asleep, I hate these people, and I'm I don't want to even finish this this episode. So that was it. Yeah, sorry. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure all all you people have enough time to sit through the first season, which apparently sucked. You know, I'm sure you enjoyed the benefits of it later when it got good, but I can't do that. Whoa! Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Tough talk from Momo. I, I know. I get. I, I get frustrated with streaming. Don't you get frustrated? Yeah. yeah I'm very it. impatient. You gotta. You gotta make me want to watch. You gotta catch me quick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, that is big deal. Sing. Yep. That is big deal or no deal. <laughs> Speaking of big deals, again, if you uh, are injured in an accident, you need to call the right attorney. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000. All right. Real quick. Magic Johnson was on KJZ this morning, and he says some things, okay? Not things. He said some things, okay? I love me some Magic doing the ESPN car wash because he oh, always yeah. says some things. Um, Laura, play the cut about what he said about Anthony Davis. I, I would say yes. Not low management as much, but make sure you watch how many minutes you're playing. Watch back-to-back games because he is injury-prone. Before he got to the Lakers, he used to get injuries with the Pelicans. So we know that. The main thing for the Lakers is we just can't depend on those two guys anymore. We need a third score. We need somebody who can get us 15 to 18 points every single game. And that's where Rob Polinka got to make a deal or he's got to draft somebody who can do that. He's kind of low-key telling AD, you need to work on your body. I didn't thought it was, I didn't think it was low key. Yeah. You thought it was high key. I thought it was pretty loud and clear. <laughs> we can <laughs> depend yeah. on you. And yeah. when you say that, we know he's not talking about LeBron. <laughs> right. We know he's not talking about LeBron. 
We know who he's talking about. He's like the flight attendant. Could everyone please sit down? And there's only one person standing up. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we, we know what he's talking about. We need three scores because we really may have two for some stretches. Did he say anything about Shooter? <laughs> I want to hear what he said about Shooter because I know what he tweeted. <laughs> oh, um, no, I, we saw what he tweeted. He didn't say any. At least we don't have that cut. He said something about Kyle Kuzma. It was very short. Um, he was asked if the Lakers window is still open. Um, Delore, let me hear that. Let, that was from Get Up. That one wasn't from KJZ, the, the, the first one. Uh, the one with uh, the Lakers window. Let me hear that. No, it's not closed. And they have to make some moves, though, because the West is so much better now. Uh, we're seeing it already with Phoenix and the Clippers, and we haven't even talked about Utah and Denver when Jamal Murray gets back. And so, I, and then the big three out here back east. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we have to get better, and they got to get some shooters to surround AD and LeBron with. Because Danny Green, that move hurt us. Rondo, that move hurt us because those guys brought something that we don't have anymore, right? Danny Green could shoot from the three-point line. Rondo with his basketball IQ and also be able to create shots for his teammates. Dwight Howard closing down the middle. So we miss those guys. So Rob Palenka just got to bring some shooters, help AD, help LeBron, space the court, and I think the Lakers will be fine. What do you think, Bumbo? Yeah, he's right. I mean, like, the, the, the truth is Rob tried to improve the team, and he got players that theoretically improved the team because they can do more than what Dwight and DeVale and Rondo and Danny Green could do. But sometimes more is not better. That's what happened. Right. They just got confused in their roles. And I think sometimes it's just better to simplify things around AD and LeBron. And I think they'll do that. They'll, they'll find some shooters. The only question is we saw this on the buyout market. Anybody who's going to be a vet minimum player, so like last year was Wes Matthews, some kind of a guy mm-hmm. in that that realm, are they choosing the Lakers over everybody? Are they going to the Nets? Are they going to the Suns? Are they are the, are the Lakers still going to get first dibs on mm-hmm. buyout candidates or free agents who are going to take the vet minimum? Because usually those guys are going to take less money, like the Blake Griffin types. Okay, if you're going to be Blake Griffin, you're going to go to where you think you have the best chance of winning. Right. Do the Lakers still have the best chance of winning? I don't know. I still think they should be favored next year. But, you know, that's just because I think LeBron and AD will be healthy. Right. And if LeBron and AD are healthy, we know what they can do when they are healthy. That's right. I don't know, I don't know if I buy into this, they got to get shooters. But I do know they got to get scorers. They got to get scorers. Because the, the drought that we suffered were a combination of things. One, the inability to hit the three-pointer, the wide-open three-pointer. But then when they put the ball on the ground, very few times successful things or positive things will happen. Mm -hmm. Usually the ball just ended up right back in either LeBron's or AD's hands once they put the ball on the ground. In other words, the ball wasn't placed on the ground with the intention of causing damage at the rim. It was with the intention of resetting and getting another open three look. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that's great as one aspect of your offense, but you need a Terrence man who can put the ball on the ground. See what I did there, George? And take it yeah. to the cup. I like and, it. And score. Because yeah. if you can't score, period, then you are just going to be relying upon AD and, and LeBron to right. even create right. the shots for you. Yeah, it so was hard need, watching that. It was hard watching the offense. So, yeah, so we need, we need dudes who can score. That means you can give them the rock and get out the way and say, go get me something. 
So I have a question for Momo on that. On the other side, I'm going to okay. ask because uh, Momo Momo knows we haven't done the ask Momo today. So you know because we wanted to. That's where you get me aggregated, huh? Okay. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want you to get aggregated, but we're going to ask Momo coming up on the other side because you know we're here. Why not? I'll try to we say some things. We'll see. Yeah. Plus, we forgot to tell you about uh, Laura and the Uber driver and who TiVo is Damn. in her life. Yeah. Oh. All, no, that we didn't. I didn't forget that. Yeah, yeah, that didn't happen, Laura. So Did Greg text worry. you? No, I just. Oh. I did not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll have that, and LZ and I and uh, and Greg and even you can explain to Momo, and we will we will get to all that as well. Stick around. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ooh. Oh, oh shoot. Hey, now. There you go. I like the way you connected them dots. You know, uh, in my 20s, real this quick, is my theme song. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Cesar Reyes tweets me, uh, at mm-hmm. Sedano, come on, man. I don't care to hear anything from Magic. Dude, quit on the Lakers. He's still Magic Bleeping Johnson, man. I mean, no, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to you, but he's still Magic Johnson, yeah. man. Genie said they're good. Yeah, they're so, good now. That's the so, one thing I'll say about the Lakers. They always, they're, when you're family, like, you can do what Magic did, and then they still take you back. Like, there's still a, they want to, they're your family. Right. It's like when, it's like when your older brother does something you get mad at, but you, he's still your older brother. Right. Yeah. I broke my younger um, brother's so, finger, and I still love him. Oh, did you really? That's true. Oh, LZ yeah. did do that. He, on he revealed that the other day. Oh, yeah, Ooh. definitely on purpose. Oh, yeah. But it was forewarning. I did warn him. I foreshadowed like a Shakespeare play. You're not supposed to, like, really do it. <laughs> he did. He did. So, don't you dare. I'll break your finger. Yeah. Oh. That's how it went down. Damn. Um, real quick, Momo, mm-hmm. would you ever let a man ruin your credit? He's so fine. No. What are you talking about? Like, I, like, <laughs> I still have a separate bank account. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> damn. Take yeah. that, Nev Dog. No, 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 no. He's worried about these selfie have... photos you're talking about. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. Ladies, ladies, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. You get married. Yes, you have a girl. joint bank account for the joint expenses. Yes. But you keep your yeah. own bank account, too. Mm-hmm. You keep your own bank account. Ooh, yes. Yes. We're independent women. We're independent women. Well, I guess I'm not a codependent man because we got joint accounts. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things that, and, and and it goes for the men too, okay? Like, I don't want Nevin scrutinizing every Amazon purchase I make. I don't want him scrutinizing. How, how much did you spend on those shoes, Ramona? Like, I don't want him knowing. Or is he not going to see the purchases in the house? But well, you lie. But I lie, yeah, totally. You lie about how, how much, much they shoes? cost. $100? $100, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how much was that purse? Oh, like $75. So let me really get this cheap. straight. It was on sale. I just, yes. I, I just want to make sure that Prime I'm clear. Day. Yes. Because you are a strong, independent woman, Yes. You need to lie to tell your man how you're spending your money. Is that what you're trying to tell me? It's my money. It's my money. <laughs> are, are you a strong, independent and woman? Make, or yes, are you scared make, of what your man going to say no, about how you spend your money? No, I just don't want to have that. I don't want to have to justify anything. And he just wouldn't understand. <laughs> he doesn't understand. He, he, for him, I don't he understand buy, either like, now. He would just say like, yeah, I'll just get some shoes. Like, shoes are shoes. And I'm like, no, they're not. He knows like, now, and, Momo. It's okay. <laughs> it's like he, I think he knows I'm lying to him, too. He probably doesn't really want to know how much it actually costs. He'll Men know. Men know. They know that. The, I mean, look, I have a coach bag. Do you think that was cheap? Like, but exactly. if I told him how much I actually paid for it, he'd be like, what? <laughs> but if it was, if it was Goach, you'd, it'd be cheap. 
<laughs> gotta, look, gotta look close. Yeah. Make sure you buy it as coach and not goach. Make look, sure when usually, you're in the red carpet, the light doesn't LZ. hit it wrong. Most most yeah. of the bad buy, stories that I hear about. Pro- yeah. Well, don't, most don't of the bad stories pro- I hear about, like shared finances that goes wrong, it's almost always the man who who messes up. It's not the woman. Come on now. There's, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah, it's always the man. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. he was having a you know an affair, and then he knew they were going to get divorced, so he hid all the money, and he you know oh, I mean, oh I, yes, I, I wasn't thinking like damn that. girl. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. novel. Not in my case. <laughs> oh, I know oh, lots geez. of people. Greg, you did. I'm a middle aged woman. Right? Don't you think I have friends? Like, I mean, this is like <laughs> I've heard this story before. Woo. Oh my god. So more drama. Yeah. Shared bank accounts or Dodgers Padres? More drama. <laughs> Which has more drama? The shared bank accounts, apparently. Definitely. Because the yes. Dodgers Padres. Dodgers is... Padre games, though, individually have been fantastic. You Darvish. That's all I need to say. Yeah. yeah. Throwing for the Padres today. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. No sticky stuff for no, nobody. No sticky stuff. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Keep it clean, Momo. I'm not touching it. My filter is saying, just shut up. Shut up, Bumble. I I, I want to get into this rivalry conversation. Mm -hmm. I've I've been struggling because the Padres haven't actually done anything to actually warrant that level of respect. Now, we can chirp, and certainly within individual games, they can be tense. But once you pull back and ask yourself this one basic question, which is my barometer, Momo, when it comes to a rivalry. Mm Mm-hmm. Has that team or person taken anything from you? Ooh, I like that. And if the answer is no, then they're not your rival. Your rivals are the people who actually stop you from achieving your goals. That's a great point. I like that. I'm going to steal that. It's all yours. Yeah, I'm going to steal that. Stolen. Yeah, because you're right. But I do think the individual games have been fun, at least, this year. Yeah, so far. Regular season. How about this? It's the best matchup of two teams this season. I okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I I, I mean, I'm the game's only paying. A, I'm only paying attention to this combo. That's why I don't know. So I don't know right. how intense it is right now for other I mean, teams right now. Everybody versus like the that. Astros is pretty good too. Everybody like every versus the Astros other, is yeah. very good. Yep. <laughs> the Astros versus the world. Yeah. <laughs> very very good. I mean, you know, the Yankees yeah. versus their pitching. That's yeah. always been yeah. compelling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Houston versus the truth. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Damn. Damn. So there's a lot of rivalries. There's a lot of rivalries. Now I want to get back to this credit and and hidden bank accounts conversation. Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. You want to probe? Is that what you want to do? Well, I'm I'm just curious. Do we do that or do we get to Laura and explain TiVo? Oh. Well, we got to wrap it all in once because she's going to explain to Laura. And here I am looking up fake deep celebrity quotes. These are fun too. Okay. That's another go ahead, bit. Go ahead. Let go, LZ probe, probe, LZ. <laughs> so, you said that you've had these conversations, you know, with people of your age group, right? Yeah. So, is it always a situation where it's ending divorce, or is it a bank statement made its way to some eyeballs that previously they had been hidden from? Oh, um, I've heard of both, but the ones that get really bad and upsetting are the divorce ones. It's usually mm-hmm. the man is going to leave. Or they, he's having an affair. And even if the wife files for divorce, like, like if there's a shared account, I, don't, I can't name names because there's, there's, too, there's too close. It's too identifiable. But like, 
they'll, there's always a way, there's always a period of time where before the divorce papers are filed, that money can just go, right? <laughs> money can just go <laughs> away and be hidden someplace and go into another account that you don't even know about or into investments that you don't even know about. Because sometimes when, you're, when you love somebody, you blindly trust them with your finances. Just put everything into one big pot. Don't ask questions. All right. I'm going to go. Um, You guys can finish the show. I got some paperwork to look up. Um, (laughs) Just saying. You know what's funny, though? Yeah. I I do remember talking with Key, and he was joking with me about something about me and Steve breaking up or whatever. And I said, we can't break up. And he's like, why? I said, I I didn't sign a prenup. He was like, like, what? I was like, I was in love, fool. Shut up, man. I was in love. Plus the games, we just got marriage. We didn't know about getting prenups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you're too new to this. We're yeah. too new to yeah. this. We're not true to this. Yeah. yeah. Things end badly, and there's always this period of time, and and you know where the people realize it's about to end badly, but there's been no nothing filed, and let's just say finances change quickly in that moment. <laughs> people people get what get out whatever they can get out. Yeah. So we only have like. 30 seconds. So Laura made out with an Uber driver in Washington, D.C., and we call him Uber driver. Got it. Obviously, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. And TiVo is her friend. He is my friend. Who used to date her. Okay. And, we call, and, and Elsie calls and him TiVo because it's a rewind. Yeah. Yes, she's rewatching oh. the show. I'm fine with all of this. Live your best Thank life, you, Momo. And Here we go. My mama, Great jo- my mama. I'm, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for the Laura live stream myself. <laughs> All right, we got to go. We got to go. Momo, thank you. Ooh, LC, that's a cliffhanger. Thank you, Elsie. <laughs> Bye, Greg and Laura. Bye, TiVo.